0: Greetings, and welcome to what I sense is one of the most important podcasts I have yet presented. You know, each week I study and pray and learn and seek the Lord to know the focus of the message that He wants me to bring. And I have the mandate to not simply bring biblical instruction, as good as that is, and as much needed as that is. But my mandate is to help us hear from the Father, seek the Holy Spirit to discern the times, listen to the prophets. Look for the confirmation in Scripture and count on the intercession of Jesus in all of it to help us know how we are to respond in the present days. God has always directed the affairs of humanity through government and leadership as he works in all the nations of the world for his supreme purposes. The nations are Christ's inheritance, and those who belong to Christ are to be co-laborers with him and thereby join heirs in all that is his. To be co laborers with Christ means we need to seek to know what God is doing in the world and in the nations and in government and culture and intentionally join in his plans. Christians who disengage themselves from government, politics, civics, current events, and so on are really A W O L away without leave. And even as Christians, if we are not actively engaged as co laborers with Christ, can we legitimately? lay claim to all God's promised benefits? Christians who seek to remain separate from government, politics, uh, education, our culture, and the like, may think they are taking the higher road, but in reality, they are responding to the deception of the enemy of God. We are living in critical times, times such as the world has never seen, requiring our specific and intentional response to God, which will be the focus of this podcast. I'm Pam Christian, your host of this weekly podcast known as Faith to Live By. I invest my time, my money, my abilities, and more to hear and learn all I can to bring you a message of hope and direction. I want everyone to discover and live in life-giving truth and enjoy the tremendous hope truth provides. I've been in ministry for nearly 30 years, and I must say the urgency of my calling has never been greater than it is today. Please understand the urgency of our present times and the soon-to-be-witnessed plans of God are the greatest on earth, perhaps since the resurrection of Jesus. We are in some highly critical days and weeks which God has planned to culminate in a tremendous shift. It's been referred to as the shift of ages by some, which we must understand to be a time of violence and a time of major upsets and a time of unprecedented turnovers. Johnny Inlow has called this present time the confrontation of the ages. And I urge you to listen to today's podcast with a special and prayerful concentration to hear from the Lord what He's asking of you personally in this hour. And make sure to share what God puts on your heart with others without delay. The Lord is about to reveal Himself strong, and only those prepared will be able to see the good that's to come of it. As I shared in my podcast first posted on November 4th of 2020, Garris Elkins, author and prophet, wrote about what's called the super century. Now, there are all sorts of views about the times and the ages, so we must be really cautious here, but I find what Elkins wrote fascinating. He wrote, and I quote We have entered what mythologist Ralph Winter described as a super century, a super century of Christianity. A super century is a span of time when we reevaluate, redefine, and reset our faith. Super centuries have occurred every four to five hundred years since the inception of the church 2000 years ago the last super reset took place in the reformation of 1517 when martin luther nailed his 95 thesis to the door of the church in rittenberg germany we have just entered a new super century. the super concept coincides with what futurist david howell said when he described the years between 2017 and 2037 as the shift age he said That in this twenty year period more change will take place than in any fifty year period of human history. What are the implications of a super century and what does the rapidity of change taking place in this shift age mean for you and me? As unfolding events become increasingly more abundant in both nature and speed, we must make adjustments along the way so we do not remain stuck in the past but rather become free to engage in an emerging future. Unless we make these adjustments, the rate of change can become so rapid and all-consuming we might become confused, disoriented, and derailed from our focus on God's mission. Now a reminder, I shared that particular quote last November, and what we're seeing is that fulfillment right now in our day. I'll have a link to the show notes of my November program so you can listen to that if you didn't already hear it. And another point of supreme interest is I crafted this message. I did the outline for this particular message that you're listening to today on June 5th. Now, here I am June 10th recording it, and it happens that Hank Kuhneman has an interview with Steve Schultz where Hank Kuhneman is talking about a major shift in our nation, a time of fulfillment. And while he's careful not to specify a date, he feels and he is expressing that we should be looking about the time of July 4th, the time of the Independence Day for our nation. And I believe this is going to be a time of restoration where we will see our country restored to its original intent. That's my words, not Hank's. I believe this July 4th season will be a time where we will see God intervene in our nation. And our nation will ultimately be restored to its original intent. We will be restored to a republic that's governed by our Constitution. So as I'm seeing it, as I'm hearing it for myself, I am in agreement with what Kent Christmas, Robin D. Bullock, Hank Kuhneman, and Kat Kerr are all saying about this present time, this major time, the shift time that we are in. It's imminent. It's right upon us right now. This particular time in all of history in which we are living is unlike anything before. You know, last week with my blog post and my article published on Charisma magazine, I wrote the intervention of God is imminent. And I suspect you feel it. You sense it. It's like the tide has gone way far out from the shore and it's swelling and cresting. And the most powerful tsunami wave is about to crash on the shore of the earth, the whole earth. Well, let's take a few moments to consider history, to have a better understanding of these days in which we are living. The first great intervention of God recorded in the Bible is when God looked upon the earth and saw humanity engaged in every kind of evil and wickedness, and he was grieved he made man. In response, God revealed to Noah he would destroy all of humanity with a flood. It took Noah 100 years to build the ark, and we understand Noah warned the people all the time he was building the ark, to repent or perish. But not only did the people refuse to follow Noah's counsel, they became angry with him and they wanted to kill him. We can see that in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Only the people of Noah's family took God seriously, and all the rest of humanity was destroyed. Now this needs to be a sobering reference for us. I believe with what God is about to do, we will see many people judged before our very eyes. And our hearts should break for them now because our prayers and our efforts should be to help them see the truth and to repent before it's too late. God has intervened in the affairs of humanity many times to deal with the extent of evil, to push it back. The enemy of God has always tried to circumvent God's timeline to impose his own, but God won't allow it. These days we're living in are once again days when God is intervening to push the enemy back and to prevent the enemy from trying to impose his own agenda. I believe, more than any other time since the flood, this is a point in time where people everywhere must wake up to reality. Regardless of future dates, we can be certain our present days are ominous, and we know a tremendous change, a major shift, is in the wind. Many modern-day prophets and teachers have referred to the days we live as the Kingdom Age, implying that the Kingdom Age has actually replaced the Church Age. While well, Joseph Madder offers clarity, he states: quote, John the Baptist and Jesus announced the age of the Kingdom with Jesus' first advent (Matthew 3:2 and Matthew 4:17). Luke described the Apostle Paul's teaching as preaching the Kingdom (Acts 20:25 20, and Acts 28:31). The Kingdom Age was already enunciated more than 2,000 years ago with the advent of the Messiah, so why are people saying that now we are suddenly coming into the kingdom age? Many pastors and marketplace leaders have awakened to the fact that the church was never supposed to be defined by a building. This realization is not ushering in a so-called new kingdom age, but is reawakening the faithful to an age-old biblical truth. This new teaching on the kingdom era is merely the recovery of the true nature of the church, Now, if you listened last week, then you heard me explain the true meaning of the church as Christ intended, in brief review, and you'll want to hear that podcast if you didn't already. When Jesus announced, upon this rock, I will build my, he didn't say, church, he said ecclesia. Ecclesia was a well-known word to all the people in Jesus' day, which referred to a governing council that establishes policies, legislates, confers or denies citizenship, and elected officials. Would you say that describes the operations and the influence of the modern-day church? Not at all. But understand, this is what the shift of the ages or the confrontation of the ages is all about. God is restoring the present-day church to the influence and power Jesus intended. The extent of evil in our day has reached a point demanding God's intervention. As he intervened in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot with Sodom and Gomorrah, all indicators are that God is about to show up and demonstrate his power and his authority again. With this podcast, I want us to keenly listen to the wisdom and knowledge the Holy Spirit is revealing. In Hosea 4.6, God says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. I have been urging you for the past several months to let my podcasts be just the starting place for you to get informed and take specific intentional action. If you remain passive and unengaged, you will become a casualty of the enemy. God is looking across the nations to see who will partner with him. God has never and will never impose his will on people. As God's people today, we are faced with precisely the same choice God provided his people through Moses. As they were preparing to enter the promised land, speaking through Moses, God said, this day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life, so that you and your children may live. Deuteronomy 30:19. God required the Israelites to make their own choice. He urged them to make the right choice, life and blessings. But he would not make the choice for them. He also reminded them that the choice they made would affect not only themselves, but the lives of their children, the lives of their descendants. With all, the enemy has been plotting, scheming, and implementing for decades now. We are at as serious a place today as the Israelites were then. Let me illustrate this point with prophetic revelation of demonic activity around the world and how it's playing out in four ways. Number one, confusion. Two, division. Three, compliance and capture. And four, destruction. Well-respected prophet, teacher, and pastor Mike Thompson from Word of Life World Outreach in Nevada was interviewed on Elijah Streams recently. Mike was interviewed by Steve Schultz about a prophetic dream he had, which Mike titled The Lion's Army Wins. The Holy Spirit came powerfully upon Mike during this interview, which you'll definitely want to see. I'll have a link to the video in the show notes. Mike saw three groups of demonic beings unleashed on America. First, he saw the shriekers and screamers, whose responsibility is to make so much noise to cause people to retreat and willingly become compliant just to get the noise to stop. Well, this reminded me of Nazi Germany. Did you know that Hitler played screeching noises over loudspeakers at specific frequencies to torture the people? It's known as sonic torture, and I have a link to a sad but true use of this type of torturous warfare. You'll find it in the show notes. And Mike said this group of demonic beings were grotesque in appearance and clearly carried the Antichrist spirit. It's very interesting to note that about the same time frame Mike Thompson shared his vision of the harassing spirits, Kent Christmas, another well-respected prophetic teacher, also taught of the importance of our being intentionally engaged in spiritual warfare to stop the harassing spirits over America and our lives today. I also urge you to watch Kent's presentation, I have a link for you in the show notes. The second set of demonic beings that Mike Thompson saw are called Lying Unity. This group of beings looks normal, even peaceful, but have a smirk on their face. Their job is to control the masses. They declared unity, which sounds noble and gains people's cooperation. However, what they really seek is conformity. This group of beings seeks to trick people to accept their offer with the promise that the screeching and screaming noises will stop if they comply. This is the same tactic as Nazi Germany upon the German people. The compliance Nazi Germany sought was entirely according to a demonic agenda. Control through sonic warfare, propaganda, and censorship is how Nazi Germany gained compliance. I have two internet articles for you to review to learn more about this. As you hear this podcast, consider the overwhelming censorship of mainstream media news outlets and big tech censorship with social media in our day. You know, I'm constantly seeking the Lord about what he wants me to present on these weekly podcasts, so I continually have my spiritual antenna fully extended. Well, the same day I watched Mike Thompson's interview with Steve Schultz, it so happened I also caught Rick Steves' video about fascism in Europe. Rick is a travel writer and more, and I'm sure he never thought his video would be used by God to enlighten people about present-day spiritual realities. I have two of his shows listed in the show notes on the topic of fascism in Europe. One's 60 minutes, one's 30 minutes, please, it's worth your time to watch these, especially in light of this podcast. Now, the third group of demonic beings Mike saw are known as punishers or enforcers. History identifies how Nazi Germany certainly punished and enforced their ideals on people as they carried out their atrocities against the Jewish people and fought the whole world in the process. Mike said this same group of demonic beings was unleashed in our country after the pseudo-inauguration of Joe Biden. We are seeing this self-appointed elite group of people who are clearly being used by the enemy of God to advance the wicked agenda and it's being played out with attempts to force us to comply or be punished using the same four tactics I first mentioned. The ways the enemy has sought to overcome us include wearing of masks, lockdown and isolations of healthy people, closing schools, some businesses and churches, rewriting history of America and promoting Project 1619, critical race theory, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, not to mention alternative lifestyles. Claims of systemic racism, blatant effort to reprogram and deplatform Trump supporters, and the push for the so called vaccine, which is strictly experimental. All these attempts to enforce us into compliance and to become subjective to the control of the people who are actually doing the bidding of the enemy are from the pit of hell. But praise God, because the truth is being exposed now. Many truths are coming out about these issues and more. I will have extensive links in the show notes about the six areas where we've been forced into compliance with the threat of punishment for you to look at as you like. But let me highlight the last of the three with this podcast. First, the claim of systemic racism. This is an evil manufactured claim intended to stir up division, hatred and violence in our nation. The more the self-appointed elite can cause infighting among us, the more power they gain in their rhetoric. This is why we're learning about Black Lives Matter and Antifa groups and other actors being paid to create false flag events, such as storming the Capitol building on January 6th. God is exposing the truth. You know, I went to high school in the early 70s after the course corrections concerning racism and segregation were largely made with the landmark 1964 Civil Rights Act. It was still fresh and not fully played out at the time, but since then, I have seen racism radically reduced simply by people becoming informed and realizing we are all of the same race, the human race, and each is made by God in his image. This means each and every one of us is a reflection of God. Our skin color, the shape of our eyes, or whatever else distinguishes us from one another is a reflection of God and to be appreciated, respected, and esteemed as of God, period. And this attitude in America has been beautifully growing since the brave days of Martin Luther King Jr. It's not perfected, and there are still some pockets of people who are racist. But to say America is systemically racist is a lie from the pit of hell intended to stir up division, strife, war, and destruction. Racism is an ancient tool of the enemy. Ever since God dispersed the people and confounded their language at the Tower of Babel, and God established the nations through the descendants of Noah, we read about this in Genesis chapters 10 and 11. But consider the prejudice and the bias of the Jews in the New Testament times against Samaritans and against Gentiles. Racism is nothing new. As K. James, president of the Heritage Foundation, wrote, and I quote, There is a limit to what laws can accomplish. While they instruct us as to what we can and cannot do, laws are incapable of guiding our hearts to love our neighbor and our minds to process thoughtful and appropriate communication with our fellow man. Laws and resolutions can't change hearts. Changing hearts requires a personal commitment. In addition, we must be intentional about wanting to strengthen our relationships across racial lines. It must start with us, and it must start now. Clearly, with a self-appointed elite playing the racist card over and over, they are not trying to be part of the solution. No, they are intentionally stirring up the problem. Second is the blatant effort of the elite to actually reprogram and deplatform Trump supporters, and that's straight from the Marxist playbook. In January of this year, Fox News ran an article with the headlines quote, "Liberal media: Big tech increases calls to deprogram and deplatform Trump supporters." Yes, that was the actual headline. Such ideas trample our freedoms guaranteed by our Constitution. And the article states, quote, Former news anchor Katie Couric ripped the Republicans in Congress who voted against impeaching President Trump over a charge of rioters on January 6th. Quoting Katie, the article stated, quote, The question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? End quote. She's not alone in her thinking. The Washington Post columnist Eugene Robinson said on MSNBC, quote, There are millions of Americans, almost all white, almost all Republicans, who somehow need to be deprogrammed. What blatant and unsupported claims by Couric and Robinson. But of course, they are in the media, so we are supposed to pre-conclude they are right. Uh, that was sarcasm, just in case you weren't sure. And yet it's what they believe we're supposed to believe about them. Here's another question for you. What do you know about MKUltra? Well, MKUltra was the CIA's appalling and secret experiments with mind control actually experimenting on human beings in the 1950s and 60s. What do you know about present-day psyops, otherwise known as brainwashing, and how it's administered through mainstream media, public education, video games, arts and entertainment, advertisements, and cell phones, just to name a few? I was saddened to learn that there is even a strain of marijuana actually called MK Ultra, Clearly, they don't know or they don't care about the atrocities imposed upon fellow human beings, which they are now mocking by labeling that strain of cannabis. I have some links for you, but be warned, the information is exceedingly difficult to bear. What do you know about our present-day so-called COVID-19 vaccines? And why are the governments of the world pushing for us to get the vaccine? You have to know what's being called a vaccine is nothing less than an experimental effort upon humanity. None of the injections from any of the pharmaceutical companies are approved. They are all merely designated as emergency use only. And why are the vaccines so widely promoted when it's been demonstrated that there are proven protocols that can restore health for those infected with COVID-19? And worst of all is the reality of the ensuing reports of increasing numbers of adverse reactions and even deaths from the so-called vaccine. I'll have plenty of links in the show notes, but I encourage you, do your own research. My heart breaks over the administering of experimental vaccines on so many uninformed people, but especially the children and babies. What is this really all about, Never before has there been such an effort to vaccinate healthy people for a disease that has an exceptionally high recovery rate. Oh, Lord, we need you to intervene, and I'm exceedingly grateful that you have repeatedly indicated you are intervening, even now, even with information coming from your prophets and teachers. But very soon, Lord, we will see you show up in the most undeniable ways for the benefit of your people, the judgment of the enemy, and to demonstrate your supreme reality. Amen. Oh, it's so important that we are armed with knowledge that is firmly based on truth. My February 3rd podcast of this year highlighted truth not many people know. Quoting from Intercessors for America, I explained, quote, With the advent of the COVID-19 pandemic, a new world order of leaders has emerged to launch what they call the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab, the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, has insisted The world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies. Every country, from the United States to China, must participate, and every industry, from oil and gas to tech, must be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism." Did you know this One World effort is actually in place? I'll have a link for you where you can learn more in the show notes. And also, my podcast that posted on June 2nd provides additional insight. I shared, quoting from an article titled Transhumanism, How Should Christians Respond? And the article stated, quote, As Christians who hold a biblical worldview, it's important to understand what these world leaders are envisioning. So what is the fourth industrial revolution? Since 2016, Klaus Schwab has been saying the fourth industrial revolution is coming where we must merge our physical, digital, and biological identities. He describes this revolution in an article published on the World Economic Forum's website. The fourth industrial revolution finally will change not only what we do, but who we are. It will affect our identity and all the issues associated with it. Our sense of privacy, our notions of ownership, our consumption patterns. The time we devote to work and leisure, and how we develop our careers, cultivate our skills, meet people, and nurture relationships. It is already changing our health and leading to a quantified self, and sooner than we think it may lead to human augmentation. The list is endless because it is bound only by our imagination. That's the end of the quote by Claus Schaub, but the article continues. A couple of things stand out in this quote as alarming. First of all, what does he mean when he says it will affect our identity, our sense of privacy, and our notions of ownership? Even more concerning, what does he mean when he says the fourth industrial revolution is already changing our health and leading to a quantified self? Then he says, sooner than we think it may lead to human augmentation. End quote. The cited article is about transhumanism, and clearly, with all I've shared today, the effort has been underway for decades upon decades. Some of you may remember the television show with actress Lindsay Wagner called The Bionic Woman. This was an American science fiction action-adventure series based on the 1972 novel Cyborg. Also popular was The Six Million Dollar Man, a TV series starring Lee Majors, based on the same book. What we're seeing is that the cabal, or the people who have been secretly trying to overcome the rest of us, often put their plans in plain sight before they enact them, potentially to desensitize us and prevent us from seeing it for what it is. The Bionic Woman and the Six Million Dollar Man television series were, after all, nothing but entertainment, right? But even with all of this, here's what we need to understand. While they work to promote a one-world order to achieve a global reset, God is turning their efforts on its head with a global set-up. While it may seem the enemy is winning, understand God is allowing them to more fully expose themselves and their plans before God intervenes. Remember, Mike Thompson's prophetic vision was the lion's army wins. Here's what we need to understand and how we must respond the body of christ is being purged right now judgment begins with the house of the lord first peter 4:17 those who are fully engaged in the lion's army doing their part in god's plan are utterly safe and in god's complete protection and control god's people who are lukewarm are being given a chance and i believe the chance is coming to a close very soon to repent and become fully engaged with what god is doing those who have been against god are being given a chance and with the same closing timeline to choose life this day or suffer the consequences of their choice. A great time of revival and harvest of souls requires God's warriors to be engaged as His remnant who are assured to prevail. God is implementing His plans to align all things for the next era for what He has planned after this shift and the confrontation of the ages. God is setting all things up for us, his people, to push the enemy back. God is repositioning people now to be in place when he says go. Everything we've needed was poured out on Pentecost in the book of Acts. Now it's time for us to reclaim all we need to take authority and control instead of reacting. We are called to co-reign and rule with Christ to be the head and not the tail. Now is the time of the shift for the church to become the Ecclesia as Christ always intended. We are truly in glorious days, ominous days, that are sure to be both great and terrible. According to Kat Kerr, major revelations are coming. God is setting us up to push the enemy back and not put up with him any more. Kat Kerr boldly claims a major celebration is on the horizon and we should display our faith by celebrating in advance. Her recommendation? That we should eat cake. I'm all in. How about you? It seems all of heaven and God's people on earth can't help but sense whatever is coming with eager anticipation. Even the enemy of God is aware and pulling out all the stops in desperation and fear, trying to cause as much destruction as he can before God acts, I sincerely hope you have eyes to see and ears to hear, and that you are all in. I don't want any of you to be found a wall. I want you to be fortified and determined to take your rightful place in God's plans in these unprecedented times where we are about to see God's intervention. Next week, we'll continue seeking God to understand current events and explore how we as individual Christians, need to respond. God has created each and every one of us for a purpose, and there has never been a time in the world where Christians are needed to function according to their God-given purpose as today. It's my hope and prayer that my podcasts actually encourage you to get engaged and be a partner with all that God is doing today. My fourth book in my Faith to Live By series has won several awards, and I really want you to take a look at it. It's called Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's In time Promises. It's endorsed by Mike Bickle of International House of Prayer, Dr. Corey Miller, President and CEO of Ratio Christi Campus Apologetics Alliance, and also Dr. Heidi Baker, founder of Iris Global. If you use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, at checkout on my website, you'll receive 20% discount. And if you'd like, I'll autograph the book for you too. If you've been blessed by my ministry, I need you to let me know. You know, I've often asked you to contact me and I truly want to hear from you. My social media and contact detail will be available for you in the show notes. And if you've liked what you've heard from me today, I ask you to show your support in whatever way you can. One of the newest ways you can show your support is to get my new bumper stickers that say, Make America Godly Again. They're available for $5 each. They're beautiful, red, white, and blue on high quality vinyl, and they'll hold up nicely in any weather. I hope you'll get as many as you can and give some away so we can display our real and certain hope we have for God and for our nation. Use the order form on my website to let me know how many you'd like. Another way you can show your support is by taking advantage of the goods and services offered by my sponsors and partners. One of my sponsors is Ed Torres, who can help you with your future financial goals. Ask Ed Torres, a team member with financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, about the exclusive confident retirement approach to see if you're prepared for your financial future. Ameriprise Financial Services LLC understands your goals and they provide personalized advice to help you reach them. Call Edward Torres at 949-250-3210. Offices are located at 2600 Michelson Drive, Suite 1460, Irvine, California, 92612. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through. Ameriprise Financial Services LLC, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. You don't have to be in California to consider working with Ed. They're licensed in many states, so I'll have a link for you for his website in the show notes. And I encourage you to contact Ed for a free consultation. Also consider becoming a subscriber to my bi-monthly e-newsletter, which will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others with so much going on every day. Let's also connect on Facebook at faith to live by TV on Twitter at PL Christian and on LinkedIn at Pamela Christian. And don't forget to check out my show notes. There's lots of resources and researched information available for you there. If you've enjoyed today's episode, Please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people, spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. And also, depending on the platform where you listen, why not subscribe so you're sure not to miss a single edition? I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.